today on First Cup. I'm going to tell you all about my trip to Atlantic City and uh, maybe even hint at why I'm in a hotel room still. So stick around. We're live in 15. <sighs> What's going up? There we go. All right. Three, two, one. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. Today is Monday. It's January 31st, 2022. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Not bad. Oh, yeah. That was my fourth night in a row in a hotel. Not thrilled about that. Uh, so I am in Maine. I will be home tonight. And I don't even know where to start. There's just so much. There's just so much. Um, let's start with, with a gratitude. Uh, I want to thank Paul for being my roommate. I want to thank Nicole for being my training partner. I want to thank Dennis for all of his love and support and, and choosing to get in there and mix it up with all of us. He didn't have to, but he did. Uh, I want to thank Dan Danielle and Pete for hanging out. And I want to thank Sifu Goldberg for having the event. And I want to thank Bill and the rest of the Superfoot crew for having testing. So, oh, good morning to Ray and to Stacy and to Jenny and to all of you, whether you were watching live later or listening um yeah it was it was uh, um it was an interesting weekend a fun weekend an interesting weekend uh the snow definitely made things a little weird a little different uh, people did not show up that were expected to show up uh there were some people who didn't leave when they expected to leave uh you know, getting get a bunch of, of congratulations and and such in the chat. And, and thank you to everyone. Um, I think you all know that I don't do this for rank or recognition. Uh, but, yeah, it was, um, um, I'm trying to get better at being open to such things. I don't know why I didn't unplug that because that didn't work. I'll deal with that later. Um, yeah, so I'm currently in Wyndham, Maine. Um, I have to deal with some state stuff related to my father today. And just the timing of it, I could not go home first. And that really made me sad because I wanted to go home. I missed home. This is where you, uh, where you would queue up the sound bite from Happy Gilmore where he's on the ground saying, don't you want to go to your home? I really do. I miss my home. I miss, I miss my bed. I miss not hotel coffee. How bad was the snowstorm? Starbucks closed. Starbucks was not open Saturday or Sunday. I wasn't okay with that. Although there, there were other options for coffee. They weren't bad. Uh, Stacy says, not many who would be in this chat. 
are in for the rank. Yeah, I, I tend to be around people like that. Uh, yeah, most of the places were closed. The restaurants we tried to go to, for the most part, were closed. And, uh, you know, still had fun. Still had a good time. You know, it's about the people. It's not It's not the what. Um, Dennis is here. Dennis is happy last day of January, peeps. I, I, um, yeah, it, my, it is, it is my, my friendship with Dennis that I think really made this so special because we got to do it together. That, that meant a lot to me. Good morning, Andy. Um, you know, it was kind of funny. Like I took the, I, I'd been thinking about what to say and, and typing it out and, um, went over it a few times and posted it with some photos. I think it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday morning and did not expect so many people to comment. Uh, I got more, more people have commented on this than generally wish me a happy birthday on Facebook, which I find fascinating. Uh, and then Leon Rogers, formerly of Century, now he is with um, Ninja Tricks. Even he has a, a social media, um, a martial arts Facebook group, and he shared it on there. And so I got a bunch of people that I don't even know saying congratulations. So that was that was a lot of fun. Um, and Stacy says that it was beautifully said, friend. Thank you. I appreciate that. Dennis says it meant a lot to him too. Um, and we were in good company. Um, I don't know if I can still claim him as my Taekwondo instructor. I, I haven't really been to class in a while. I've been off on my own journey, but, uh, a man I look up to very, very much was promoted to grandmaster over the weekend as well. So if there is any way I can make the timing work and stop by and see him today, I will do so. Otherwise I'm going to try to do that Wednesday. Um, yeah, I think that was, I think that's pretty cool. He's a great guy. I will say that coffee is not awful. It's probably better than the coffee that I would have had if I were some machine right there. If I made the coffee right there. Um, so what's going on today? I'm going to do as much as I can. I think my schedule, I'll, I'll check later, but um, they gave me a late checkout at noon. That was the latest they could do. Uh, the estate stuff I have to take care of starts at four. There's, let's call it an hour of travel. So um, there's a little bit of free time this afternoon, uh, but I think I've got a call. I should be able to do my, my full work day today, which I am thankful for. I didn't want to push anybody off, but I should be able to make that work. Uh, lots of meetings, meeting, 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 meeting. And Stacey Grace, he's a great man. Fully agree. Grandmaster Rhoda. That actually is, is probably the, the easiest title transition I've had in my head. It's not hard to, to say that in my brain. Oh. I don't even know where to start. Where do we start? Where do we start? What do we talk about? How do we talk about this? Oh, um, is it, is it up? Yep. I checked. Uh, of course, there is an episode today because it is Monday. And when I looked at it a moment ago, it wasn't live yet. But we're going to try again. 
come on, come on, come on. Because I kind of want to talk about this one. I want to talk about this guy. Hotel Wi-Fi. I don't know. Well, hopefully it'll pop up at some point. Uh, it's a long drive to Atlantic City. Vermont to Atlantic City. Uh, people were asking me, so where do you live? Vermont. And, and, and some of them, they do this little like, where, where's that? Where's Vermont? Uh, I live in Canada. Canada. I live, I live in Canada. That helps people. <laughs> we had some people, uh, international, they, you know, they don't know all the states. I don't know all the provinces of anywhere. And yeah, so had a chance to do some, some Hungar Kung Fu with a guy who used to be a contemporary with Bruce Lee. Um, the old dude from Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, what's his name? Um, I don't remember his name, but he was hysterical. Um, oh, that's a great question, right? Ray asks, how does one find ways to stay fresh with training so you don't get bored in your training? Well, I would take that question back to a statement I've made many times. Martial arts gives back what you put in. If you're finding your training boring, you're making your training boring. And I think a lot of us tend to look at training as these long blocks of organized stuff. Doesn't have to be. Try putting music on. Uh, train for five minutes. Go outside in the snow and do forms until you're like, oh, I'm too cold. How many forms can you get through before you're too cold? And you have to come back inside. Um, don't be afraid to mix it up. I think that's the, the easiest thing. Everything else falls as, as like a, a, a sub-entry to that. Whatever you're doing, make it fun. What's fun? What are your hobbies outside of martial arts? What are the other things that you enjoy doing? I really enjoy music. I enjoy other styles of physical movement. So if I was feeling bored, I might go through my forms and say, what are the lowest I can make my stances? Um, uh, every time I change directions, I'm going to do a burpee in a form. Or I'm going to, if I want to work my mind, I'm going to do a form backwards. I'm not going to worry about how accurately I do it, but but the, the mental exercise, how do I do that? Or right side. We've got a bunch of episodes that, Thursday episodes, that give specific advice on this, you know, drills for sparring, drills for, for forms that you might want to refer back to. So feel free to check those out on the website. Good morning, Brian. <laughs> Regarding the snow, Jenny says, if you're too cold, you can work harder. The snow should melt for you. All of it. You should have no snow at all anywhere. You should, you should be like... I don't know, some some comic book superhero character and just generates so much heat that it all goes away. That's how I plow my driveway. I just do forms and it all melts. I planned ahead. I got two cups of coffee. And um, if you watched Friday, yeah, my touchpad works. 
I just, I left it and let it drain out and kept cleaning it up and went back a few hours later because I didn't know what to do with myself. And eventually it came back and I was like, yay, I don't have to spend the money to get a new laptop now. <laughs> Jenny says, I knew it, ninja superpowers. Yes, I am definitely a ninja. Uh, no, although if you remember back to the 80s, if anybody was training in the 80s, or if you just happen to be a, a big fan of martial arts culture, uh, aren't you Stephen Hayes, who's been on the show, who uh, you, you could you could make some arguments about this, but I think you could anybody who's going to argue the most, you would agree at least one of the most influential people in bringing the ideas of ninjutsu and presenting ninjutsu as a martial art to the Western world, or as Anju Hayes pronounces the word ninja. Uh, I had a chance, we only got to do a little bit in his seminar because this was kind of funny. And I don't know how I feel about this, but or as an organizer, as an event organizer, there were different spots where sessions ran and they didn't run at the same times. They weren't like start and stop at the same time. So you ended up having to really make some decisions. Do I want to train over here? Do I want to train over here? But because of the weather, some people didn't come in. For example, Benny the Jet did not arrive. He did not come in. So his session, we didn't make it to that. Uh, so we went and we trained Paul and I went and trained with Anshu Hayes and we had to duck out early because of the Superfoot session that we went to. And, uh, but it was, it was just cool to see him again. He's a great guy. Really kind. What else? Did a great session with Michael Jai White, who, if you look closely at some of the photos from my testing was on the board. Um, He's held rank under Bill Wallace for a long time, and you know we, we live in these weird times where people question rank. Like, oh, you know, your your rank. I don't think people are going to question my rank when they can look in a picture and they can see Bill Wallace and Michael J. White evaluating me. Maybe, maybe they question my other ranks and other things, but they're at least not going to question my superfoot rank. So I got something there. Uh, what else did we do? There was a lot of fun, a lot of laughter. Food was good. The test. Let's talk about the test. So the test was interesting. Um, I was, we, were, we were matched up. We were given a training partner. For the test. A lot of the tests involved partner work. And I wasn't quite sure who I was going to be given, uh, you know, because I am I am shorter, uh, but I'm also flexible and in good shape. And I was fortunate enough to get matched up with uh, Nicole, Paul's, uh, one of Paul's students, who I had met once when I went and taught a seminar at his school. Super nice. She's young. She's in her 20s on her way to being a doctor. Like She's a rock star. And the girl can kick. She can kick. She can kick high. So uh, she was making the rest of us look bad at a bit. Just, you know, she's throwing out these almost Christine Bannon Rodriguez, like pretty high up kicks. But 
I was really appreciative I got to work with her because she brought some good energy to it and it kept me going. And she was, she was motivated. She, she gets it. Like she really belongs in, in the group. And I'm really thankful that she, she now is. And over the course of the weekend, I got to know her a little better and just, you know, um, talking about everything from, from medicine to, to who knows what. And just, she was a good time. <laughs> Dennis says, we were in the line with all of the tall people. For those of you who have not had the pleasure of meeting Dennis Campo, he, um, he and I are roughly the same stature. We, we are, we are not tall people. Uh, the test was a little over two hours. It was tiring. It was not the most difficult superfoot test I've done. Shh, don't tell anybody. But I was also better prepared because I knew what I knew more of what to expect. And here's a suggestion. If you are testing for something, some kind of martial arts thing, you don't have to be the best person on the floor especially when it comes to cardiovascular conditioning. That's one of the elements that a lot of people get stressed over, you know, is, is how, how do I get my cardio ready? If you can hide in the middle of the pack, cardio-wise, you're fine. Sometimes being the best prepared person is not an asset because depending on the test and the philosophy, the people overseeing it may try to apply unequal pressure to you. I have been in tests like that where I have been the best prepared person and they've tried to, you know, smush me down a little bit. Good morning, Frank. How are you, man? Uh, what else happened in the test? We sparred a bit and this was the first time we had sparred where I was wearing boxing gloves. I mean, I've, I've worn boxing gloves before, but have not sparred wearing boxing gloves. And if you know anything about boxing gloves versus regular, regular like foam gloves, like whistle kick makes, you know, foam gloves are here. Boxing gloves are here. Oh, I've got like another five inches on this, on this fist. So that kind of changed everything for me. That was fun. I had a chance to spar with, uh, with Nicole and with Dennis and with Dennis's partner, Matt. Had a lot of fun with that. Then it says, agreed, we were well, we were well prepared. It definitely made a difference and taking up running couldn't have been more timely. Uh, one of the things that gets people, I think quite often in, in this style is, I think there's two things. One, you're expected to continually move around, which means your calves are, are constantly flexed. And so whether you're jumping rope or bouncing around, I think that's, that's an important element. And the other one is, is kicking endurance. And that, you know, you're never going to be able to, you're, you're never going to be prepared to throw all those kicks all the time. Like it's, it's, it's going to be tiring. It's just, it's just going to happen. But I started a couple months ago working kick endurance and I started it. 50 kicks at a time, you know, just pick up my foot, throw 50 kicks. And as of a few weeks ago, I was at a hundred and just throw a hundred kicks on each side once a day and just, just kind of go at it every day, not two, not five rounds of a hundred kicks and then spend the next three days not walking, right? Like just slowly build it up. And that worked really well.
and I would say in terms of muscular endurance, um, you know, not, not to, to throw shade on anybody, but just kind of observing around when it came to that element of the test, I think I was probably the best prepared. And I, it's a hundred percent because of that. People tend to try to do too much at once. Can't do too much. Uh, other people, who else was there? Um, had a, had a chat, a uh, chance to chat quickly with Christine Manor Rodriguez and congratulate her on her 10th degree promotion, which happened a few weeks ago, a month ago. Uh, Don Wilson was there, did not get a chance to chat with him. Um, I'm kind of had a chance to talk with a couple, uh, Fans of the show. Somebody came up to me. I'm not, I'm not going to name names on these people because I don't know who who would, would want to be named. But um, talked with someone who recognized me, came over and said, can we grab a photo? And that was that was kind of a fun moment for me. Uh, that's the first time that's happened with someone that I had not met. And then someone who I have emailed back and forth with for years, literally years, I had a chance to finally sit down and we had a cup of coffee and that was just awesome. You know, I love getting to know the people in, in our community and, and it meant a lot, meant a lot to do that. Then it says, as someone who was there, let me say, Jeremy looked fantastic. And in my humble opinion, he was the best on the floor that night. Well, thank you. That, that means a lot. Um, I don't aim. That's not true. I do aim to do that. I do try to be the best prepared, um, not because I'm trying to be better than anyone else, but because I hold myself to such a high standard that there are, in, in something that is so entirely subjective as martial arts, it is one of the easiest ways to gauge work in, results out, to look around at everybody else and say, okay, how did I do you know, I put in this much effort. This is what came out of it. Do I need to do more for next time? Yeah, I, I do. I will. Like I'm going to take what worked and do more and do better. Um, I will. I will take this as far as as they allow me. I will continue to train, and you know, I'm 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 ready to keep training. You know, I no, I'm not going to stop. Um, you know, I'll, I'll reach out to Terry at some point this week and say, "Hey, you know, when when can I come down? When can we when can we work on the stuff that I need improvement on?" Which eighty uh, percent of it, it sounds like, is my hook punch. <laughs> so, hey, I'm about to switch over to the other cup of coffee. One of these was dark roast, the other was regular, like because it's hotel coffee. Who knows if it's going to be be any good? Uh, Saturday night, we did dress up. Uh, I've got some photos. I don't have the good ones. Who has the good ones? Nicole has the good ones on her camera. She got a, a very kind passerby, took some photos. But we look good. We look good. Um, Chris, if you watch this later, I did not get to take the photo that you had asked for, but I will. Uh, I'll be, I figured I can do it. I can do it at home. I just need to put the suit jacket on. Uh, you can see, I still have my earrings in and, and I even slept with my nose ring last night, which was strange. I hadn't put these in much 
And uh, when I went to put them in on Saturday, my ears were complaining, so I figured I'd leave them in. But I've got meetings that I got to take them out for later. But uh, yeah, what did we have? We had Mexican Saturday night. Tried to go for sushi, but the sushi place was closed. There's a really fun sushi spot in in the Tropicana that is hidden behind what what is presented as a there's probably a better term for it, but I would refer to it as like a Japanese style bodega that you go in this little, this, I mean, it's half the size of this hotel room. And the first time I went there, Paul and I went there because, because we both dig sushi and this was years ago. And we go in and we're like, is, is there a, is there a restaurant here? <laughs> Obviously knowing that there was no restaurant there and they went, oh, and they opened this like secret door and there's a restaurant, like a big restaurant behind it. It was like, oh. And so we went back, we did that again uh, next year because it was just such a fun experience. And, and uh, so that we, we tried to take the girls there and it didn't work out, but that's okay. Um, the Mexican food was really good, except for the DJ. There was a DJ who, um, kept playing happy birthday like apparently this was his signature thing and we heard it twice and the second time he did it there was a, a woman the place swamped because there were so many people but so many of the restaurants were closed so wait times were insane and but there was there were um, paul ended up at the the banquet and nicole and danielle and i went and we had dinner and so we sat at the bar and this woman further down the bar looks up the second time he's playing happy birthday. She's like, she's, she was so mad and she makes eye contact with me. She's like, he keeps playing it. I'm going to kill him. And she looked like she looked like she was going to take her chair and go over and beat the guy. But she said it loudly enough that I think he heard, which is crazy because he was, I DJed for 10 years. I know what a decent DJ sounds like. This guy was not very good. He was making up for it with like gimmicks and, and loud. Um, but he stopped playing happy birthday, which made everyone happier. Well, that coffee's not bad at all. This is some of the best hotel coffee I've ever had. That's kind of cool. Um, so fun fact, I grew up like 20 minutes that way. Uh, had sushi because I wanted sushi. Uh, with a, a high school friend who lives in the area still we got together had some some sake and some sushi and talked life and uh, yeah so if anybody has specific questions about the weekend that that's a that's kind of an overview uh, I, I will say that there are plenty of things if you have a chance to go to an event like this or specifically this one it's generally the last weekend of January, and even though it is a long drive, even though it is not the least, least expensive martial arts event you can go to, if you are looking to be around as many martial artists from as broad a, a intersection of martial arts, this is the event. And attendance, admittance to the event is 45 bucks. It's pretty darn cheap. What makes it expensive? The logistics, the travel. Uh, if you choose to stay overnight in the hotel, uh, getting there, etc., that's what makes it expensive. But it's worthwhile. I'll be back there next year, and um, 
you know, it gives me ideas. It gives me ideas for things that we're already doing, gives me ideas for things that we haven't done yet. You guys are talking, not very talkative this morning. Oh, it's, and it's minus six. It is six below here. Lovely. I was monitoring the temperature at my house all weekend to make sure nothing froze. Nothing froze. Everything seemed good. I don't know what I'm looking outside. It's trees. Hey, trees. Definitely no trees out my hotel window in New Jersey. Oh, let's see if that episode is up yet. Is it, is it, is it, is it up? Is it up? Is that true? Oh, Dennis, we, we are going, Dennis says, pro tip, booking the hotel directly and not through Alan's block of rooms will net you half the price. I learned that this year. Oh, interesting. See, that I did not know. We'll, we'll have to compare notes. Stacy says, it's a balmy three degrees on the positive side. Yeah, so I don't know where this episode is. I don't know what's going on. Um, we'll talk about it tomorrow then because it's supposed to be there. As far as I know, everything is prepped right. Um, but it was a great conversation. So if you see it later on and, and you look at the name and you're like, I don't know this name, you know what this person has. You know some stuff they've done. You can you can look you can look up their IMDb. You know some stuff that they've done, and it's a wonderful wonderful conversation. Dennis says it's zero in Middletown, Connecticut. And Stacy's hearing, yeah, shit. Typically, blocks are cheaper, not more expensive. Um, I try to do it. I, I always check. You know, I check Expedia, I check Direct, and then I use the group code. And, and in this case, the group code was less expensive. Now, that could be because generally what happens with a group code, and this is something Andrew and I have talked about, it's one of the ways we're going to pull some money on a free training day, is usually you have a group code, and you can give the attendees a discount and then also take a cut. And so I suppose, depending on how they're doing things, right, you may end up with a group code and maybe that, maybe you're not getting a cut, a discount, maybe, maybe the event is taking a, the entire piece. So Frank says, I recently saw it on two. What did you think? Here, we can go a little long today. I don't have anywhere to be. <laughs> I'm here until Jenny and I have our meeting at nine. So I got two hours of coffee and uh, oh breakfast is open i'll eat breakfast which almost none of it will uh, have anything to do with what i eat but there's a, a whole thing of bacon that i cooked before i left down here in the fridge Turkey bacon. anything else i can share with you i don't think so so I'll, I'll i'll give it another minute see if anybody has any questions or anything to talk about. Otherwise, I will let you all go. I do appreciate everybody coming in. Frank says he really enjoyed it. Good. Um, there's three, there were four. There were four Ibons. And which is the one with Mike Tyson? One of them has Mike Tyson. And that one was a lot of fun. Because that, I think it was four. Maybe it was three. I don't know. Just keep watching. They're good. They're good. Donnie Yen is the best. I love Donnie Yen. Um, 
Everybody says safe trip home. Thank you. Thank you. It'll it'll be I've made this trip so many times in the last few months. It'll just uh, it's it's one of those trips that you're like, okay, um, autonomous vehicles, can that be a thing? Like right now? I would appreciate that. Frank asked, what was your favorite part of the weekend? All the hugs. There are people that I haven't seen in years that were there. People that just that I that I look up to. Uh, people that are just really kind. You know, for example, and 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 I told him this. This is um, one of my favorite people in the Superfoot group is Danny Dring. And if you don't know who Danny Dring is, you should check out his episode of Martial Arts Radio. And it's it actually, I was telling you, it's one of the more downloaded episodes. People find him. People look for Danny Dring because he is very quiet about what he has done. The guy's done a lot. He is. So I'm going to I'm going to poke a little bit at this community, but not not us, but. You know when people get all puffed up in BJJ, like, oh, this person's a brown belt. This person's this person's a black belt under under so and so. Danny Green's a fifth degree black belt in BJJ. I don't think there are too many Americans that outrank him. It's gotta be a really short list. He's been doing BJJ forever, and he is phenomenal. And he's also an amazing kicker because he's got a Taekwondo background. He's also an incredible instructor and a coach and a very kind man. And he, of course, he's, he's a super foot black belt and he was on the board. And so the next day when we we're at the super foot session that Bill taught to the public, uh, he ended up, he, he was right there we ended up being partners and I was like, Danny, can you fix my hook punch? <laughs> Cause it's the, it's the weakest part of what I do in the superfoot system. And he gave me a 30 minute clinic on hook punches. And we talked about it from it, not, not just the superfoot angle. Like he kept giving me all these things because he's super kind and he, he's just, he is selfless with his information. And Dennis agrees. Danny may be the most incredible, well-rounded martial artist I have ever known. And one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. And that is true. Like, I completely agree with that. He, he's from Arkansas, so he's got that little bit of a draw to his voice, which makes everything he, he says uh, somehow seem friend, even friendlier. But his the depth of his knowledge, you could... He, he's, he's done everything. He has trained everything. And... Then you find out how old he is and you're like, wait, what? So he is someone that I look at and I'm like, this is my model. This is how I want to progress. I want to be, I don't want to be Danny Dring, but I want to be Danny Dring. If you know what I mean. I want to keep training. I want to keep learning, getting better and recognize, you know, there are a lot of people who will, will make comments about age and, and, you know, because you're such and such age, you know, you, you have to get worse. I don't buy it. I do not buy it. 
you know, that, that was a, most of the people, let's see, Dennis, you might remember as well as I do. I think I was the third oldest on the floor. I think that whole back row, I think all those guys were younger than I was. I didn't have a problem outlasting them. I didn't have a problem out kicking them. I didn't have a problem being more flexible than them because I've put in the time, I've put in the work. And I think that that is also, I suspect Danny's philosophy. I'm just going to keep doing the work. And if you do the work, you get the results. But yeah, great episode, great guy. Episodes have kind of become this Wikipedia. Who's I talking to? I was talking to somebody. Oh, um, so I mentioned I, I had, okay. Dennis says, yes, you were correct. Only Matt and I were older and you both did awesome. Um, so I, I mentioned I had dinner with a high school friend and I have encouraged him for years because he and I have been talking, you know, he's got a son who is now six and, you know, if I was to put Declan in martial arts, you know, where do you think I should? Was, this school, this school, like this one particular school. And at dinner, he was talking a little bit about the head instructor who, uh, I'm not going to say I know him really well. He's been on the show, I think, incredibly highly of him. He's a very, very kind man. And he was a very early episode, like within the first 20. And so I was able to send him a link. I was like, oh, if you want to learn about him, here's a link. Here's an hour conversation that will tell you what you should know about this guy. And that's happening more and more. Like we've almost got this uh, uh, kind of reference library of martial artists. And, you know, looking at, at this past weekend, you know, Cynthia Rothrock was there. We got an episode with her, Christine Bannon Rodriguez, and Alan Goldberg, and, and um, Dennis, and, and Bill, and not Michael Jai White yet. Was this, he said yes a couple of times. And I was this close to being able to have a follow-up conversation with him. But people in attendance of his seminar were annoying and filming. There was one guy walking around with two cameras. Like, dude, you can like film it on one. And then whoever's got the second phone, just send it to them. Like, why are you being ridiculous? Um, and so after the session ended, everybody wanted photos, which is fine. But they put they they pushed. You could see his face change. He's just like, I'm done. And he's walking to the door, and people are like, Hey, can I grab a picture? And he's like, And I was like, I'm not stepping into this now. We'll wait till next time. Like it'll happen. Just I don't know. Where. So. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I hope you all have a good day. A great day. Be well. Leave me stuff to talk about for tomorrow. Hopefully the episode comes out soon. I don't know. Maybe there may have been an issue with it. Um, if there is, we'll solve it because that's what we do. And, um, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Remember, if you want to support us, remember, you've got the Patreon, patreon.com slash whistlekick. You've got the code firstcup15 at whistlekick.com. If you missed out on the white dragon hoodie and you want it you've got like minutes to go order one i'm pulling it down today it was supposed to come down yesterday but i i it always happens like the morning after so go do that uh, and if you want the whole list of ways you can support interact whistlekick.com family if you've got questions or comments 
Facebook.com slash first cup of Jeremy where we do the show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern. Stacy says, send him a thank you note for being on the board. I don't have a way to reach him. He's not exactly one who just gives out his email address. He's a little too big for that. And then it says, safe travels, brother. I'm incredibly proud of you, always. And right back at you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Love you, bro. Everybody, I'll see you more. Peace.